0: It's the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from the first one with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. Thank you for tuning in. I'm down here at Paul Brown Stadium where the Bengals are set to get their fifth practice of training camp started here in just a bit. I just got out of the Bengals locker room. And you're going to hear from three second-year Bengals who should have a big impact or plan on having a big impact in 2017. It's great to have you in. You can subscribe on iTunes and Audioboom.com. Also on Twitter, at James Rapine. At Locked On Bengals, and I started today by talking with Andrew Billings, and Billings is a guy that even last year, before this podcast was even around, was making waves. When he got drafted in 2016, I think Bengals Twitter, I think Bengals fans were really excited to see what Andrew Billings could do to a defensive line that certainly had a hole at defensive tackle. So he does. He ended up getting injured his rookie year and missed all of last season. So I talked to him today about his health, about what he is going to do moving forward, if he plans on starting, and if there's any, any pressure to replace Domita Pecco. Here is my one-on-one interview with second year defensive tackle, Andrew Billings. How you feeling so far the first few days
1: of camp? Yeah, i feeling good. Got my feedback under me, and feel like I'm playing some football. It's a good football this year. I know your teammate William Jackson was really
0: excited to get out there at the start of camp because you, like him, missed uh, your rookie year health-wise. How do you feel? How exciting was it to get out there as well?
1: Yeah, I feel just as good as I did when I got here, just a little bit more smarter. So it's it's really, you know, I'm seeing it as a good thing, you know, not a bad thing. I don't feel too much behind because I missed out on the year, but... I'm feeling way better. I'm really happy to be out there just like he was.
0: Is there a difference last year to this year, even though you weren't able to play on the field? And, and, and what is that difference?
1: I just knowing what I'm doing a lot more, a lot more confidence. On your own game. Yeah. Yeah. Do
0: you feel any pressure um, as far as sliding in there? Doma was a, a longtime member of this team, a leader in the locker room. Do you feel pressure to kind of fill that, that void?
1: No, nah, a little bit. I would say, yeah, I do feel a little pressure, but it's more of a responsibility. You know, they're counting on me this year. So,
0: What's the biggest difference, uh, difference between the defense last year to this year
1: that you've seen so far? Uh, biggest dif- difference is, one, you know, we got a lot more guys, a lot more competition than last year. Um, and I think we just I think we really got a good group of pass rushers a real good group and then some came back refined and ready to go let's say no one had ever watched you play what would you tell fans that you do well one thing I do well is stop the run <laughs> 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 you know I, I think that's my priority for being here and uh, taking I also don't lack in the pass rush game so I think I'm a good nose stout in the middle stop the run clog up the middle and, and good 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 um, pressure in the pocket as far as this year do you have any personal goals definitely uh, one is a start you know it's always my my personal goal I think everybody here wants to start Um, I want to make sure I get me some sacks on the board and stop the run you know i never played (laughs) in the NFL so I guess I'll be my number one goal you know get to the game and play and do well Physically, what what were you able to do this off season? Were you able to do the, the normal training yeah. regimen that you went through? By the time all um, season came, I was I, I spent a couple more weeks up here just to rehab, and make sure everything was good, and then I was one hundred percent ready to go, just like anybody else. What uh, what's one hobby that you do off the field? Uh, for me, lately, I've been playing a lot more Xbox than I ever have. What games? Uh, Ghost Recon and Forza. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I've. I've Usually I like music, but sometimes lately I've I've been on Xbox a lot. Okay. <laughs> so you're good at racing games. Yes, very good. I, right. I think. <laughs> you play online. Uh, no, See, no. that's the thing. <laughs> I don't like playing online because some some, some in racing you know, online, some guys, you know, it's it's different racing. You know? It's not yeah. like football where you just beat one person. and somebody acts up, then we are all messed up yeah. out there.
0: Do you play Madden as well? I do.
1: Yeah, not as much, but I do. Are you Are you curious that? Well, I guess you could have
0: saw yourself in Madden last year. Did you yeah, Did yeah. you play last yeah. year? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I didn't play it myself. No, it's a lot of fun. Madden's a different story. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't really, uh, I don't play with myself. With Madden.
0: So that's Andrew Billings in the locker room, doesn't play with the Bengals and Madden. You know who he plays with? The New York Football Giants. Did you hear when I asked him about replacing Dolma Petco, and there being um, any kind of pressure? He said no right away. And then he said, "Well, actually, yeah, somewhat." And and I think that that's good. That, that's a good thing for him to have or for him to feel heading into this year because say what you want about the weapons and, and I'll be the first to say I, I'm excited to see what all of the offensive talent does together when it's on the field. But Andrew Billings could be a, a, a big reason why this team gets back to the playoffs. He, he's a guy that is he's going to add athleticism. He's a, a player that as he said it should be better in the run game than Dometa Pecco, should be better as a pass rusher. So we will see what he brings this year, but I definitely think if he plays well, that's gonna give this defense a huge, much needed boost that it needed. Last year, he was out uh, fully healthy this year and it seems like he's uh, expecting to play a significant role for these Bengals. I also had the opportunity to talk to Nick Vigil, second year linebacker, third round pick of 2016. And I think he's another one that you you look at this team and reasons for hope and reasons to buy in to the 2017 Bengals, and it's the added athleticism on defense. It's not just Carl Lawson. It's not just Jordan Willis. But it's these guys, Andrew Billings, Nick Vigil, Kevin Minner, who they signed in the offseason. Young linebackers and defensive tackles that could certainly help this team this year. And I caught up with Nick Vigil today. And one thing he said right away, I, I asked him about Vontaze Perfect. And I think you're going to like what you hear from Nick Vigil. So here's my one-on-one interview with Nick Vigil. Well, Nick, I forgot to ask during OTAs, but towards the end of last year, I asked you about rookie dinners. Mm-hmm. And did you ever have to do your, your rookie night, or did you dodge it?
2: Uh, I dodged it. We didn't end up doing a rookie night, but I ended up having to buy gifts. Oh! So to, but yeah, we did it a little different.
0: Can I ask you what, what you bought? Just some examples, do you remember? Uh, I bought a couple of
2: U scooters. Um, bought somebody a trip. A trip? Some, like, uh, not a trip, but like paid for some flights. Okay. to so go somewhere, stuff like that. Okay. So. Uh,
0: now, have you had expectations for, for these rookies, now this rookie class, to, to pay it forward?
2: Um, I really don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure some of the older guys do.
0: As far as camp goes, uh, how's it going so far? How you feeling? Obviously, you're playing a bigger role this year than, than you were as a rookie.
2: Yeah, it's uh, going good. Just, um, you know, trying to get better every day. Um, all the reps are important, you know, learning something new every day. Uh, just kind of getting comfortable again, you know, with the pads on, playing in the defense and playing next to all the guys. So it's been good so far.
0: What's the biggest difference on this defense that you've noticed from last year to this year? So um, far, I know it's early.
2: <laughs> yeah, still early, but uh, seems like all around, just a little more speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some new faces, some younger guys, some guys that can really run. Um, there's just, uh, you know, there's a new excitement around here that I think uh, is really, you know, it's infectious. So it's good.
0: What What do you think the key was to that excitement? Was it the draft? Is it Is it something that just changed here in the locker room?
2: Um, I mean, I just think, you know, if we they had, had a lot of success here over the last couple of years, and then we had a down year. Um, and I think everybody's just ready to get back and get back to work um, and don't want to repeat, have the same, same season as we did last year, yeah. which was a letdown. So,
0: Do you know what the, the linebacker rotation might look like? Is there, is there any expectations for yourself? Or, or do, you, do you expect to obviously play more, but as yeah. far as a starting role goes?
2: Um, we'll see. You know, we're still early in camp, so we still got a long ways to go. So that'll all play itself out.
0: What have you seen from Vontes Burfik so
2: far? I saw him make a few plays yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> as yeah.
0: In, in normal Vontes fashion. <laughs> yeah, he
2: looks good. He's leaned out a lot. He's playing fast. He's, you know, he always plays physical. Yeah. So uh, he looks, you know, better than I've ever seen him. So,
0: how's this offense so far? So much has been made about the weapons they have. You've, mm-hmm. went up against it a little bit here during camp. What, uh, what's it look
2: like? Explosive. Um, they got a lot of guys in a lot of spots that can do a lot of things. And so they're moving guys around, they're putting people everywhere. There's a lot of a lot of stuff going on all over the place with a lot of good athletes. So it'll be fun to watch during the season. Is
0: that, how
2: hard is that on, on a defense when, when the offense can do that? Yeah, it's hard because it creates mismatches. You know, when the offense has guys that can do multiple things, they can get guys into space on matchups that they want, um, stuff like that. So I mean, that's all this, the NFL's about is winning matchups. So.
0: Well, enjoy today and uh, <laughs> get, get to tomorrow because I know tomorrow's a day off and I know you're looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, big time. So that's Nick Vigil dodging rookie dinners, but uh, he was subject to a few trips and things. That stinks. I would not want to be uh, in that boat. I will say this. A, a linebacker group of Nick Vigil along with Vontez Perfect, along with Vinny Ray, who's Mr. Do-It-All, who can play all three spots, and then Kevin Minner, who's in a contract year, I think that's a pretty solid line, graphic, line uh, backing group. So, if you are the Bengals, you have to feel good about that. Younger, more athletic, and something to prove. You have, you have a guy in, in Ray who's just Mister Do It All, versatile. Vontaze Burfict and Kevin Minner both have something to prove, and then Nick Vigil, who's in year two, athletic, can cover well. Was probably outside of perfect their most athletic linebacker last year and he's back in the fold and uh, looking to have a good second season and one more second year player on today's locked on Bengals podcast I caught up with Tyler Boyd and I'm not shy on how I am about Tyler Boyd I'm bullish on him this year I think he's going to be second on the team in receptions for for pretty much one reason when you have a, a team of Eifert and Green and John Ross and Brandon LaFell and all of these guys that are going to command attention. Well, there's going to be a go-to underneath guy, and Tyler Boyd's going to primarily play from the slot, and he's going to be a guy that we we saw last year. He had 54 receptions, and and I felt like he was underused at times. This season, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets 70 to 75 receptions and five to eight touchdowns. So Tyler Boyd is a guy. I really like. I think the additions of John Ross and Josh Malone, just the speed on the outside, really helps him. And without further ado, let's get to my one on one interview with Tyler Boyd. Tyler, we're a couple days into camp. I know there are some lofty expectations for this offense outside of the locker room among fans. What are your expectations for this offense?
3: Um, I believe that we can be a team to to definitely win our division. You know, we got so many weapons on the field, particularly on offense. You know, we got so many names that you can mention that's dynamic with the ball that can make plays all over whenever the name is called, you know, so just, just having our offense click constantly and consistently, you know, I feel like it's going to be a dangerous sight out there once, once games come.
0: And you mentioned the names, but even more so, I think everyone fits together. You can compliment A.J. and Ross can compliment. Every, everyone does their own thing and has their own strengths that they bring uh, to be pieces to the puzzle, even in the, the running back room. Jeremy, Gio, and, and, and Mixon, they're all different, but they can compliment each other well, and I, I think that that's uh, could be huge for this offense.
3: Right. You know, one thing, we've got a lot of great dudes here in this locker room. You know, you know, the coaches and the staff do a great job of not just drafting guys that's good in football. They grab guys that's good in football and got it. Great personality, you know, great sense of humor, you know, just be able to, to blend in with everybody else, you know, so it's everybody being feeling free and positive and friendly with all the guys and always showing love and being there when guys make a good play, you know, it helps a lot, you know, in terms of building our chemistry and connecting with each other and just, just everybody be able to do their own thing, like you mentioned.
0: What's the first
3: thing that comes to mind when you think about John Ross, the football player? Lightning speed. You know, once I heard he broke the record for the 40, I knew, I knew he, was, he was one of the fastest guys, if not the fastest guy in the NFL coming in this year, you know, so he's a guy that I know is going to be a real great threat for defenses on deep balls, you know, that, that's going to loosen things up a little bit in the slot because you need extra guys over top, you know, so that's, a, that's an edge we have on everybody.
0: What are your impressions of him so far? Just, I know you're only a couple practices in
3: he's he's a real great guy, you know, chill. You know, he don't he don't think too highly of himself. You know, he's, he's real settled. You know, his confidence is high regard for sure, you know, but he don't he don't show it and flex around and think he's the man or never. You know, he like I mentioned, he blends in real well and just just do what he got to do.
0: And what are your impressions of, of Joe Mixon? He had a, a big run on Sunday, a big run yesterday. It seems like he's as advertised as far as the running back position goes.
3: Definitely, you no. Know, he just he just full of energy, you know, fun and laughter. You know, he's always cracking jokes. You know, he just is a guy that lets himself be known, not in a bad way, you know, but it's, it's in a way that you need to. You know, just, just coming in and trying to make a name for yourself and, and, and just, just doing things that everybody expects you to do. One thing that I noticed in, in
0: talking with Joe is he's confident as well. Not not cocky, but he definitely thinks he, he belongs here and, and has the talent to be successful.
3: Definitely. He's going through the same thing I had went through. You know, once I came in, not not, not talkative as much, a little quiet, trying to focus in and gather myself and see how everything works around here. You know, and then once you get on the field, start making a lot of plays consistently, you know, and just just coming second nature and you start believing yourself like, I belong here, like it ain't as tough as I thought it was. And you start to really bring out yourself, your personality, and, and and do the things you've been doing all your life. So once things start to settle in, you know, he you know he, he, broke out to a whole different person now. You know, he feels like he already has been here. So I think he, he's on the road now. He's ready.
0: Speaking of confidence, I've definitely noticed a difference in you just talking with you over the past year or so. This training camp, different than, than last training camp, seems like you're confident, you're poised for a big year this season.
3: Definitely. You know, I'm definitely a lot more confident, you know, in the road and what I had to do. You know, and something better I did this year than last year, you know. started to keep my body more healthy, you know, take care of myself, you know, getting the call to you know, when I don't feel like I'm sore or whatever, you know, so I know the next day I know I won't be sore for sure, you know, and just just, just watch more film and just, just stay at it, you know. I've been a lot more poised out there, you know, more calm, more settled, more involved. You know, I just, just feel a lot more comfortable now.
0: One question about the defense, because it – the narrative after the draft was they added a lot of speed. Uh, what have you seen from the defense so far? I know you've only had one full padded practice.
3: Um. So far, uh, guys are doing a great job with just trying to trying to stay ahead of the ball, trying to stay ahead of the player. You know, they try and work their craft just as much as we are. You know, and it, it, ain't, it ain't too much holding out there. That's one thing that I've seen from our DBs that. It's good, you know, because guys believe in their feet. Guys are starting to trust their technique now. Guys, like you mentioned, guys have been here for a year now and been here for you know, whatever amount of years they've been here. And, you know, I think they, they, they got more trust in themselves and their ability and know that they, they can do it without having to cheat or grab and hold or draw penalties. You know, I feel like they're, they're, they're more in tune and, and ready to go, like I mentioned.
0: Who's the, the corner you, you like to go up against or gives you the most competition in one-on-ones? Yeah.
3: Um the guy I always call out is, is Shaw, you know I've been in a slot, so I want to work a lot of him and see he he has the best technique of watching a guy <laughs> watching a guy in the slot so that's a guy I always want to work on you know because he he, he he knows how to take away the leverage of a slot so was the guy I always want to go with.
0: Tyler, I appreciate the time. appreciate you. So that's Tyler Boyd, and like I said, I think he's going to be poised for a big year he's going to be a big reason why this offense is. In position is just better, more efficient than it was a year ago. He's sure handed, smooth. Anytime I ask players or, or just an analysts about Tyler Boyd, they always say smooth. So I think that's something that you should pay attention to. Heck, even in fantasy drafts, talking about a deep sleeper PPR league, Tyler Boyd, I like him. End of drafts, maybe monitor him on the waiver wire if you're in a 10 team league. But uh, certainly a guy I like as a sleeper pick. Uh, As for us, well, tomorrow I will be in studio. So the audio, I know I've gotten a few tweets about the audio. Audio will be much better. I just, the videos are in audio that I get down here. I want to get it to you as quick as possible. And the way to do that, instead of waiting until 7 or 8 o'clock tonight to, to post it when I get home from the stadium, it's simple. I get it to you now by recording at the stadium. So I will, uh, I will be back tomorrow in studio. Might have a guest or two in store for you as well. Uh, cause the Bengals are no practice tomorrow. So I'll be back at the station and we will be able to do the music and the normal production that we have here on locked on Bengals, but there's a lot of big things in store. So make sure you keep it locked here. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and AudioBoom.com. follow on Twitter. And until next time, Thank you for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team